JD Talking Sports. Drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It is Cinco de Mayo, May 5th, Friday, 2017. I don't drink, so it doesn't really matter. But it's Cinco de Mayo. It sounds so cool. Also, you can subscribe on iTunes. Okay. What a night, man. I'm just watching the Met game. They're down 7-1. Five runs, seventh. They're up 8-7. I was like, I was going to write them off for the season. Yankees down to the last strike. Gardner hit his fifth home run in the last six games. He had none before that. Yankees win 3-2. Pineda pitched well for six innings. Got to be happy about that. Yankees 18-9. 17-5 last since their 1-4 start. 9-5 their last 14. Hey, listen. 18-9, you know, first game in Chicago, day game, 45 degrees. They were freezing their asses off. Severino was dressed up like in towels and everything, like he like he was in the Arctic or something. But I'll tell you, down to the last strike, one and two count. Garner hits a three-run homer in the top of the ninth. And then Chapman comes in and gets the save. Judge has a double, two for four. Castro goes two for four. Sanchez 0 for 4 with a strikeout. First game back since missing last 21 with the bicep injury. Doesn't matter. Yankees, come on, man. How about that? Nice, nice win. They were 1 for 9 with runners in score position before the home run. Tomorrow, 7 p.m., Jordan Montgomery, 5th Major League start, 1-1 with a 4-15 ERA against Brett Anderson, 2-1 with a 6-32 ERA. Cubs fell to 6-13. Who, I mean, 18 and 9, man. I mean, I know, listen, I picked them. You know, I got to check what I picked them for before the season started. It was definitely under 500. I think I picked them 80 and 82. I love picking wrong with with the local sports teams. Always makes me happy. Good going, Yankees. Get in that win today. I watched up the sixth and I had to go work. I didn't know if they were going to pull it out. Pineda gave up two home runs to the hell man to Schwarber and early in the game he gave up to Chris Bryant a home run they were down 2 nothing. <laughs> unbelievable man Gardner man no home runs and now 5 in the last 6 games unlikely sources this, this is when you have a good year when God, when you're down 2 nothing, you do your best you, you know you're down 2 nothing on your last strike and you get a 3-1 home run of the night to win it on the road I'll tell you they, take, they win tomorrow that's 2 or 3 that's all they want them to do all season they win 2 out of every 3 every series they're making the playoffs they're going to go for you. Hey, 18 and 9. That is freaking awesome. And then I was watching, let me tell you something. LeBron. DeMar DeRozan said after game two, in the game two loss, he said, if you can find somebody to stop LeBron in playoffs, I'll give you 100 bucks. And I just, you know, DeRozan's on a five-year, $139 million contract. He's making 26.5 this year. I think he can raise that offer a little bit. And after last, you know, game two, listen to this. LeBron. Listen to LeBron's listen to LeBron in this in this playoffs. Unbelievable. 35 in game one. He shot 13 for 23. Game two, 39, 10 of 14. And tonight he was 35, 9 of 16, 15 or 16, 15 to 16 from the line. He was doing spin moves. He was rejecting shots. He was shooting from his left hand. It was a two-point game. They were up 79-77 at the end of the third quarter. They go on a 23-run the Cavs and blow it out. They win 115-94. The Rosen at 37, 36 through 3 after 5 in game 2. Cavs up 3 nothing. They want to keep winning because I think listen, the Celtics are up 2-1 on the Wizards to play tomorrow. Wizards I think will win game 4. I think that series is going to go 7. 
and that'll just give LeBron more time off to rest before the series. And I'll tell you the truth. I don't think the the Wizards have to play like their AAA plus game and the Celtics have to play A plus game to beat the Cavs. And I think LeBron is locked in. And this is the thing, 36-17 in the fourth quarter in Toronto. They want to close it out Sunday, 3.30 on ABC. LeBron at 35. Irving and Love had 16 each. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, man. And the Spurs playing tonight. They're tied at 1-1 back in Houston. Tony Parker, quad injury, out the rest of the playoffs. That's going to hurt him. Steve Kerr is unlikely to coach this whole rest of the Jazz series. They're up 2-0 already. It's not going to be much longer. I just don't think the Jazz have the firepower to keep up. Even even if Hayward scores 75 a game, they just don't have... They don't have... He, he doesn't have... Uh, it's not like the Jackson 5. It's the Jazz 1. It's really, it's really Hayward and nobody else. Oh, if Joe Johnson will score a little bit, but it's really the Hayward show. Whereas you have Dr- Green, you have Thompson... You have Curry. You had Durant, KD. I mean, that's four right there. I mean, that's the four tops, man. Not going to compete with that. And I got to do a LeVar ball sighting. The big baller sneakers, Lonzo Z02s, are selling for $495 freaking dollars. That's disgusting. And uh, LeVar Ball says, if you can't afford the Z02s, you're not a big baller. Okay, I guess you're right. Four hundred. Uh, listen, I'd rather buy the Apple Watch than spend four ninety five on a pair of sneakers because it's... I'm not getting a lap dance or anything from those sneakers. I figure, you know what? You keep them. You hold on to them. I don't need them. And I read a good article about the Mets. Injury impacted team on mangameslost.com. 2010 to 2016, the Mets lead the Major League Baseball in that metric. And Allison says the Mets are going to reevaluate everything they do and try to keep their players from getting hurt. No shit. I think it's time. And Cespedes, Allison said he's going to look into his weight training, his stretching, his hydration regimens. You know, hey, listen, that hamstring keeps going on him. Last year, problem. I saw his off-season workouts. It looked like very, you know, looked like a weight, weight trainer. I, 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 think he, I think he's jacked enough. I think he can get a little more flexible. Look at Thor. Thor came in, Jack. Where is he today? He got his second opinion. Positive on the torn lat. Two to three months per MLB.com. I think he's going to be closer to three. Their average position player for the Mets is 30.1, the oldest in the National League. Not good, man. Not good at all. And then they were thinking about switching Reyes and Cabrera. You know, put Reyes back at shortstop, his natural position, and Cabrera at third. Cabrera's only played one game at third base. He doesn't want to do that. And then Reyes says he hates playing third base that per Terry Collins, but then that's what Terry Collins said last weekend, and Reyes said, come on, no. I, I, didn't, I didn't say that. But, you know, Reyes is a better shortstop than a third baseman. And Neil Walker, they were thinking about moving from second to third and Cabrera to second, but they're not going to do that right now. That was nixed. And you have in the, in the wings, Ahmed Rosario at shortstop. He's their top prospect. And then Travis Darno, wrist placed on 10, 10-day DL. They bring up Rafael Montero, who went 3.2 innings tonight and gave up seven runs. Has an ERA over 10. He might be going back down again. Darno, they said it, it's a 10-game DL. I read also indefinite, 203, 416 RBIs. And Rene Rivera came in, and he's, he's hitting th- over 300. He had a couple RBIs tonight. Mets up 8-7 in the eighth right now. Actually, I'm going to check the score right now. The Yep, 8-7 in the top of the ninth. If the Mets pull this one out, that would be a sweet win for them. Also, Chris Sale will not be suspended for throwing behind Manny Machado on Tuesday. Those teams do not like each other. They're going to play a lot more this season. It's going to get ugly. And Dodgers, Adrian Gonzalez, elbow... He's on the deal for the first time in his 14-year career. Hey, you know what? 
that, that's kind of good, right? Now, got some interesting stuff on the Jets. The Jets are looking to develop homegrown talent. This is per the team and Woody Johnson. It's Jamal Adams, alpha personality, which is what the Jets need. They they talked about him when he was at LSU when they when they fired uh oh oh what was the name of the coach? Oh, I'm blanking. And then they brought in uh Ed Ogeron. Oh, I can't I can't remember the LSU coach. That's gonna bother me. I see Miles. Les Miles. Les Miles. When they got rid of Les Miles, they brought in Ogeron. He had a team meeting, and he told them, hey, we got to still play well for the postseason. And they actually blew out Louisville in the in the bowl game, and they held the Heisman Trophy winner to about a buck fifty. I mean, way under his averages. Way under his averages. Oh, man, I am blanking on names today. Louisville... QB, what's his name? Lamar Jackson had a had, did not have a good game at all against them. They blew him out in the bowl game, and that's what they want. They want alpha guys, and that's the kind of guy they said. Even in the college, he kept you know he ate right. Jamal Adams, he led the team by example. He got to know everybody from the janitors to the receptions, everybody, and everybody spoke highly about him. They all loved him. And yesterday they released safety Marcus Gilchrist. 29 starts last two years. They waived cornerback Nick Marshall, suspended first four games of the season, and fullback Chris Swain. And this shows how much the Jets are going to suck this year. Now they added quarterback McLeod Bethel Thompson, non-roster invitee to rookie camp. He started at UCLA, ended up at Sacramento State, undrafted free agent in 2011. Last time he made an NFL team was 2013 with the Niners. Since then he's been on practice squads, I mean, I, I, he was in the CFL. He didn't even make Winnipeg last year for the Blue Bombers. He got cut before the season. Hasn't even, has never thrown a regular season sp- pass, ever. And you're talking about a 2011 undrafted free agent. But hey, they also think the Jets aren't going to make the postseason. They don't, I mean, they think they'll, again, going to have top three. And think about it. It's going to be suck for suck for Sam because Sam Darnold is right now is the number one pick if he comes out out of USC. Had that amazing Rose Bowl against Penn State last year, which was a freaking track meet. Mets win. Jeremy Blevins gets the win. Ziegler gets a loss one and two. Familiar with his third save. Mets win. The Mets win. That's a big win for them. Down seven one. Come back. That's good. That's what we like. All right. Let's see if the Mets can come. All right. Eight seven. Oh, I'm sorry. Montero only gave up five earned runs over 3.2 innings, and Rivera had three RBIs. Darno, you better get healthy soon because Rivera might not give up that give up that seat. <laughs> and Cutler going to Fox, going to be a color analyst. Had talks with the Texas and Jets before taking the job. Zero doubt in his mind that he's going to that he's going, not going to have any regret by taking the job. Okay, Jay, I think it's a lot easier. You've made a lot of money playing pro football. Not done a lot with that time. You did make a championship game that one year against the Packers, but I think it's a better move for you. I don't. I just don't see him as a very loquacious man in the booth. I just don't. Maybe you know. Hey, but some of the guys you know. You know. I. I well, you know what? Point taken. Troy Aikman never really talked. Thought of him as a loquacious kind of guy, and I love him. An NFL. I love his NFL work. Hey, maybe he'll become another. Aikman, you never know. And I thought this was interesting. Haloti Nata. 
defensive lineman for the Lions, underwent a series of tests over the two weeks on his brain before deciding to return for his 12th season this year. Last year, he had 24 tackles, two and a half sacks. I think a lot of guys are going to be doing this kind of stuff. I think guys are concerned enough that they're like a little scared shitless, and he wanted to make sure all his marbles were in the same place. And Mike Tyson said the Anthony Joshua went over Klitschko, changed boxing. I hope it does. I, I, was, I was pumped. I was pumped for the fight. It was a good fight. Tomorrow we have Alvarez versus Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. That's a big fight for the Mexican championship. That's pretty cool. You like a, two, two big Mexican fighters fighting. I mean, I used to love Julio Cesar Chavez. Man, he, he never lost. He never freaking lost. And you could fight him. Uh, I still remember that fight against Taylor. Taylor swallowed so much goddamn blood. Never was the same after that fight. You thought he beat him. I mean, Chavez, what, he went 100, 100 fights in a row before, you know, I mean, he never lost. And never, like, his face never cut up either. He always looked like, you know, he's never, like, never puffy anything. He, it almost seemed like everything you were doing, like, he was like Wolverine. His skin just would, like, re, what, what, uh, revitalize itself, re-energize, whatever. I can't, I can't think of the word. You know, it's a little late, and I'm trying to think of the word. And George St. Pierre told... UFC middleweight champ Michael Bisping. He'll fight any time after October. Pick a date. Let's get it on. All right. I'd like to see that fight. And I love this. World Cup's going to have video replays in 2018. Good thing that's going to happen. Ranger Senator, 2-2. Game 5 tomorrow night in Ottawa. Eric Carlson for the Senators. Lower body injury will play Game 5. I'll tell you, Rangers, 4-1 last night. Got the win. They're up 3 nothing. Actually, they were up 4 nothing. They gave a late goal. Won the next last two at the Garden. It's tied 2-2. Anything, hey, 2-2 going back to Ottawa. They can get the win and then win it back. and That would be awesome. I know LGR. Someone wrote that to me. I didn't know what LGR stood for. Let's go Rangers. I was like, shit. I should have known that. I should have known that one, right? I should have known that. I screwed that one up. Yeah. Got a great picture, too, of LeBron rejecting a shot. I was going to have him with a spin, but I like him. It was like, it was like against the Warriors in the finals last year. That was awesome. Well, he's and he seems like he's doing it all the time. I'll tell you, he's playing at a different level. You watch him play; it's like he's toying with the opposition out there. I got some interesting stories today. Now, the Jets, thanks, Rich Samini. They signed a three-way player. Listen, it's a three-way player: linebacker Connor Harris, a Division II, Lind- Lindenwood University, Missouri. Played a linebacker. He's 5'11", 242. He set the NCAA All-Division record with six hundred thirty-three career tackles. He won the 2016 Cliff Harris Award as a top defender in Division II, three, and NAIA. He also rushed for 328 yards and seven touchdowns as a Wildcat quarterback. And he averaged 38.8 yards as a punter and kicked extra points going for 12 for 12. Now he said, I'm going to go to New York and win the Jets over and show the 31 other teams in the NFL that didn't draft me that they made a mistake, he told the Waynesville Daily Guide. He sounds too good to be true, but he's not an unknown in the scouting community. He attended the scouting combine and played in the senior bowl where he had six tackles. Hey, I am rooting for a guy like that. I would love to see him have a... Why not? He's hungry. Mr. Harris, I wish you the best. Okay, also Xavier Coleman, a cornerback out of Portland State. He covered uh, John Ross, former Washington speedster. First round pick of the Bengals at number nine and held him one catch for 10 yards according to reports. He's a 4.49 in the 40, 40-inch vertical. Finished career in nine interceptions and 49 interceptions, 45 games, including five in 2015. Austin Calitro, linebacker of Villanova. He received five free agent offers after the draft. He's six foot, 
but recorded 220 tackles and eight and a half sacks in his four-year career. He earned an invite to the East-West All-Star Game. Brisley Esteem, wide receiver, punt return to Syracuse, 5'9", to buck 87. But his punt, re- punt returning ability, could, which is the Jets, that need help in all the time. As a junior, he averaged 18.1 yards per return, second in the nation. He's a two-time All-ACC selection. He caught 48 passes, 518 yards, and three touchdowns last season. Only player in Syracuse history with two touchdown catches of at least 80 yards. All right. Then you got Anthony Fersker, fullback tight end from Harvard. He's from Nalapin, New Jersey. Go all Ivy League selection. Senior year, he finished his career with 99 catches for 1,559 yards, 14 touchdowns, sevens last year, 6'2", 246. He played tight end, but he could be switched to fullback. He ran a 4.79.40 at his pro day. Love the Harvard guys and love the Jersey boys. Patrick Gamble, defensive end, Georgia Tech. He's 277. They said he's to put more weight on a 6'5 frame. But as he has good athleticism, seven and a half sacks last year, including, including two in the Tax Slayer Bowl against Kentucky. Jarvarius Lehman, offensive tackle, South Carolina State. Cyber Clemson out of high school, but didn't qualify academically. He's 6'7", 332 with 35-inch arms. Hey, listen, he has some big size and big hands. And Gabe Marks at a Washington State Go Cougars holds the Pac-12 record for most career reception, 316, and he's second in receiving touch in the 37. Why didn't he get drafted? Well, he's only 5'11", 189, and he ran a 4'5", at the Combine. And he takes umbrage with the perception that he's a product of Mike Leach's air raid offense. All right, you know what? Jets are not going to have a great year, I'm, but I wanted to give a little, you know, I guess a little taste of who could be making waves this season. And I'll tell you, listen, Connor Harris is pissed off. I know it's it's still, it's not even training camp, but I like him being that feisty. And how about this? Listen to this. Ryan, you're going to love this one. The Knicks were reached, reached out to by teams because Porzingis missed his exit meeting with Phil Jackson to see if he was available. <laughs> now, no one knows if they led to substantial trade talks, but... Wow, how about that? Teams are like, hey, you know what? Maybe he wants a jump ship. Pretty good, right? Wow. And they've lost 101 games in Porzingis' first two seasons in the NBA. Wow. And how about this? Adolf Kiefer dies at, 80, 80, at 98. He won a 100-meter backstroke at the 36 Berlin Games. Oldest living Olympic gold medalist in, in any sport. He died Friday at his home in Wadsworth, Illinois. According to the International Swimming Hall of Fame, he'd been hospitalized with pneumonia in recent months. He had neuropathy that kept him confined to a wheelchair later in life, but he continued swimming because he could still stand in the water, according to the International Swimming Hall of Fame in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, which I went when I was jogging. I passed it. I did not go in it, but I should have. He became Olympic champion as a 17-year-old in an Olympic record time that stood for 20 years. He's also the first man to break one minute in the 100-meter backstroke, doing so as a high school swimmer in Illinois. He later competed for the University of Texas. And as a child, he disliked getting water up his nose, so he swam on his back. That's, how about that? He went on to start a swimming equipment company in 47 that invented several performance and safety products, such as the first nylon swimsuit, which was used by the U.S. Olympic team, and a patent for the first design of the non-turbulent racing lane line. How about that non-turbulent... His company was widely recognized as an industry leader, producing lane lines, starting blocks, lifeguard equipment, and apparel. He served as CEO from the company's founding until he retired in 2011. 
And Bruce Wigo, president of the International Swimming Hall of Fame, said there'll never be another like Aiden Adolf Kiefer. He said not only was a great swimmer and businessman, but he was a great human being, husband and father, whose memory will live on as a model and inspiration for future generations of swimmers and non-swimmers alike. In 1944, he enlisted in the Navy when it was losing thousands of lives to drownings. He was appointed to establish a safety curriculum and train officers how to survive in the water. His victory backstroke was credited with helping save thousands of lives in the final years of World War II and later was adopted by the American Red Cross. Look at this guy. This is just amazing. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. He was inducted into the inaugural class of the International Swimming Hall of Fame in 1965. He served in the President's Council on Fitness, Sports, and Nutrition for three presidents. His wife died of cancer in 2015. They were married for 73 years, survived by four children. Adolf Kiefer, goddamn. I mean, th- look, he started a company that changed the swimming industry and everything, and then he taught soldiers how to stay alive and prevent drownings. And I'm just, you know, I didn't know anything about him. And right here, right now, poof. I mean, that's pretty goddamn impressive, isn't it? Wow. You know what? You you, you, you read stuff like that and you're like, holy shit, what have I done? <laughs> what have I done? Not much. Not much. Not much at all. Wow. That's pretty cool. Okay, I think we're going to get to some trivia questions right now. All right, what do you think? What a night, man. Yankees win, bottom of the ninth. Mets come back 7-1. I saw LeBron play tonight. Man, love sports. You got to love when it's, when stuff like that happens. That's, that's, the good, that's the good stuff. That is the good stuff. All right, tonight's trivia. Well, last, okay. Last show's trivia question. Most points scored by a Celtic in playoff history. John Havlicek scored 54. I thought that Isaiah Thomas was 53 the other night was a record in game two. No. 54 by Havlicek. At tonight's trivia question, there are four current ACC basketball coaches in the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. Four current ACC basketball coaches in the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. Who are they? All right, folks. Tomorrow... We got Alvarez versus Chavez Jr. We have the Mets going for another win tomorrow night. Yankees 18-9 going for a win tomorrow at 7 o'clock. We got NBA playoffs. Go Wizards. And we got, oh, Golden State too. Golden State going to go up 3 nothing. I want I want the Wizard to come back and make it a 2-2 series. They blew him out in game three. LeVar Ball, I hope you sell a million, 495 pair of sneakers, I won't be buying a pair of them. Folks, I gotta go to bed. Have a good night. I'll talk to you soon. Peace out.